0: This is an Odyssey Original.
1: This is the War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. As Russia's campaign in eastern Ukraine grinds on, the UK is the latest country to commit to sending heavier weapons to the Ukrainian side. After the Biden administration announced it's sending multiple rocket launcher systems, the UK said it's sending similar missile launchers capable of matching the Russian artillery barrages that now rain down on Ukrainian cities in the Donbass. This has clearly caught the attention of Vladimir Putin, the Russian leader, warning the US and Britain not to send longer-range rockets rockets to Ukrainians as that will lead to Russia launching more bombing attacks. Of course, all of Ukraine already living under the threats of attacks. Just this weekend, several missiles slammed into targets in Kyiv, the first time the capital has been bombed in at least a month. Will Western countries be intimidated by the posturing, or at this point, in a war that's dragged on for nearly four months, is there not much fear of Russian retaliation? Kenneth Ledford is the Central and Eastern European experts, chair of the Department of History at Case Western Reserve University in Ohio. I spoke to him along with my colleague, Rob Archer. So, what do you make of where we are with this war right now? Some fierce fight in some areas continues, but in others, it's almost de facto annexation by the Russians. They've dug in, but no one can move one way or the other. So you've got the rocket attacks that continue.
0: I think your assessment is really pretty right. Uh, The issue has been that the Russians have longer range missiles and artillery, as well as some air launched missiles that the Ukrainians don't have so that the United States and Britain have provided first howitzers with an 18-mile range, and now the HIMARS system with a 40-mile range. What Putin has done is said that if you give longer range missiles, I'll strike new targets I've, hit, I've not hit before. He's left vague whether those are targets in the Western part of Ukraine or whether he will move the uh, violence outside of Ukraine itself. I think the latter is a bluff. Uh, This is sort of strategic ambiguity.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, if he wants to widen this beyond Ukraine, I I don't think he's got any room to maneuver there. Only because, as we were expecting when this all started, is that Ukraine was going to hold out for a week or so and then fall. But that did not happen. And every time we expected this vaunted, great, powerful Russian military to uh, win all these battles, and it it just did not seem to work. It felt like there was no there there by the time Russia's military went in. So they've got these long-range missiles and everything. So why, I mean, still the question is, why haven't they they used all the power they supposedly have to finish the job in Ukraine that they want to do? And uh, Ukraine is just really kind of showing them up on the world stage.
0: Ukraine has really performed better, I think, than most anybody expected them to, including British and U.S. intelligence at the beginning of the war. I think they were underestimated on at least three grounds. First, uh, many of their ground forces have trained with U.S. forces since 2014, in what has been a pretty serious war that's been going on in the east and the Donbas, but which has fallen under the radar screen in the United States because of our distraction with domestic events. Second, uh, the uh, quick provision of uh, particularly, Stinger uh, uh, missiles have made it really difficult for Soviet, uh, for Soviet, for Russian flyers uh, to penetrate deeply into Ukraine. So that they're sending long-range missiles from a standoff position uh, in the airspace of Belarus or Russia itself. And third, I think that uh, Volodymyr Zelensky uh, has surprised everybody with his. Uh, uh, sort of Churchillian kind of leadership that has caused public opinion and, and spirits in Ukraine to rally around them and has really created a new anti-Russian Ukrainian national identity.
1: In terms of losses on the Russian side, do you think that's gotten back to the population there at some point? I mean, parents are going to wonder where their sons are and realize that the numbers, they aren't adding up.
0: It's it's difficult to tell, but there are, there is some uh, uh, evidence that this is beginning to be reported back. Uh, Putin particularly is looking for new recruits and is increasing the conscription calls. And that sends a message throughout society and all the rest of Russia uh, that things aren't going well. Uh, But that, you know, Russia still has a substantially larger population than Ukraine. So that does this mean that this could be trench-like warfare for a long period of time. Uh, In the United States, after the two wars in Iraq, both of which went uh, astoundingly quickly in the initial stages, we've been sort of spoiled. Uh, But this one is much more like earlier wars in the 20th century.
1: Kenneth Ledford, Central and Eastern Europe experts and chair of Department of History at Case Western this is an odyssey original you can find us and others on the odyssey app apple podcasts google podcasts and on stitcher